All right, back at it with another episode of the Sock Stack Podcast. I am your host, Liam Skiffington. Today, I am joined by Mr. Brandon Walter. Brandon, what's going on, my man? How you doing today? I'm doing great. How's, how's everything going? Everything's going well, my man. I appreciate you taking the time today. So, yeah, thank you for you having me. Your, yeah, of course. So, last year, you got your first taste of the big leagues. So, I want to hear all about that. I want to hear about what you've been doing this offseason. Um, so, I guess let's let's start with the offseason. What have you been up to? Yep. Um, I mean, for me, this offseason is just getting healthy and uh, and just getting back to. I know I was in the big leagues last year, and I did okay. I think for my standards, it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted in my first stint there. But obviously, getting my feet wet, um, being thrown into some tough spots too didn't help. Just being up and down so much, and kind of just the unpredictability of it. Um, so this offseason, I just want to get back to like feeling good physically. Um, Getting back to what I do well, which is throwing strikes, making the ball move a ton, and just attacking with it. So I'm simplifying as much as I can. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe your first game in the majors, you came in out of the bullpen and tossed over six innings. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yep. Yep. In Minnesota, I came in. I mean, I, I knew I was pitching. It was kind of like an opener situation. So it was like basically a start, but came in in the second inning. Um, and yeah, roll. Uh, a little rough in the beginning. The first, I remember the first couple of hours got all of my guys. And then you start getting some outs here. I'm not going to hold too long. Um, but we was able to turn it around. We got our quality. We didn't win the game. I think we got shut out. Um, but, yeah, I got through six and two-thirds. Pretty good. I mean, I, I was pretty happy with it. What was it like for you? Tell me about the day you got the call and you learned you were going to be a major leaguer. It was crazy because I mean, I know there were some injuries at the top with in the in the, in the major leagues. I think it was Hauk that got hit in the face was the reason I got called up. So I, mean, I, mm-hmm. I saw that news. I kind of read the room and see that I was going up because I got cut off short on my previous start in AAA. So I mean, they didn't tell me direct, but it was like, okay, this thing might be real. And then I got got the call. The uh, I guess two days before I actually ended up pitching there, I went there for a day. It was on the taxi squad. Um, but that whole experience, getting my family to fly out to Minnesota, I mean, the, the Red Sox were unbelievable in that whole process, you know, taking care of them, taking care of my fiance, my parents, and a couple other family members and friends that were able to make it up. Um, I mean, they, they did a great job coordinating that and getting all those guys there and, and making it easy for me that I could just focus on the game. Um, so, so that's probably what I remember the most of it is just like the hectic, get on the plane, go, um, and it's just a different world than in the minor leagues there. So it's like just kind of a culture culture shock. The hotel's obviously better, the food's better, all that stuff. Um, but being able to do it and perform pretty well. Unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but to do it with my family there and everything it was it was really cool. Brennan, with uh, how your season was going at the AAA level last year at the time of your call up, were you at all surprised that you were the one that they chose to uh, get called up? Um, a little bit, yeah, because, I mean, I know I started to turn around a little bit before I got called up. The last, it wasn't a long stretch of good pitching, but it was, like, two or three outings that were, like, trending in a better direction. Um, but, yeah, the start of the season was, was brutal for me, and I struggled a lot. I struggled with the strike zone, which is unusual for me. That was a problem I never really ran into in my entire baseball life, was, was struggling with the strike zone. Um, I know that the ABS zone there, 
played into that. The zone was tough. It was tough. it was tough to come straight from Triple A last year. You look at mm-hmm. the numbers, everybody kind of struggled. Uh, but for me, it, it really hurt me hurting hard with walks and just falling behind guys. Um, and it translated to the numbers that I didn't, I didn't like. But I was, I was able to make some adjustments and, and get it better a little bit before I got called off to give me some confidence. But yeah. So you talk about throwing strikes and being in the strike zone. So you're talking about more so your command? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How, so what would you do, Brandon, like in game to try and make that adjustment? I'm always curious how different pitchers work to adjust in game to a different game plan. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just got to roll with what you are throwing for strikes. I mean, I, I always pride myself on being able to throw everything for a strike at any time. Um, and that's kind of how I treated my approach to pitching in my entire career is just like, okay, I got three or four pitches. I can throw them at any time whenever I need to. Involved in it. Sometimes, like times last year, I lost feel for my slider, I lost feel for my changeup, which is which is things that I relied on big time. I mean, those are my strengths, you know. So struggling with those, and you got to throw fastballs in the zone. It's just not it's not a recipe for success for me. So it was really just kind of getting back to my mechanics, finding those all, those off speed pitches, and being able to land them for strikes. Um, and I was, when I was able to do that, I had a lot of success. What have you been working on specifically this offseason, Brandon, to bring into 2024? Uh, just that, my command of my off-speed. Change-up slider, cutter. Um, I want to be able to get back to a spot where I can throw them in the zone wherever I want. Um, and then just overall body feel, like uh, health, freshness, all that stuff. I think that all that's going to lead to the velocity jump that I want to make. Um, so just getting healthy, staying strong. Um, I think the velocity will come, but the, to me, the, the, the all speed being able to command it, that's number one for me. Do you set personal goals for like a hard number of the kind of velocity you want to see? Um, I don't because it's hard to just like say, I want to hit this number and just do it. You know, there's a lot that goes into right. Yeah. If, if it was that easy, velocity. everyone would do it. Right. Right. Every, okay. I, <laughs> I would want to throw 105 like Rolls Chapman. So, like, mm-hmm. like, so, I mean, it's hard to put a cap on it. I've, I've made velocity jumps while I was in pro ball. I know, I think it, during COVID, I, I started throwing a lot harder and I never really, I was like, Oh, I just want to throw like 93. And I ended up throwing like 96 that leading into that season. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna really put a cap on it. I'm just gonna try to feel good, command the ball, and just and just throw a good intent and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So last year, Brandon, while you were up in the majors, I was looking at some pitching data earlier. Your sinker got hit exceptionally hard. Why do you think that is, and what have you done to um, improve that this off season? Um, yeah, I mean it, the, the numbers on the sinker were not. As good as I would have hoped. Granted, hold on, not to not to cut you off, but granted, very small sample size, also. So yeah, I should have yeah. let. Them yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean there is something to say because even in in AAA, it, it didn't perform the way it did in years past. I think a lot of that was due to the velo. And I think the velo was down from what it was in years previous. Um, but a lot of it's just just usage stuff, and I wasn't really the smartest with how I threw it. Um, my sinker really shouldn't be thrown to, to righties as much as I was. So, I mean, I'm just not giving my chance, myself a real chance to succeed throwing a ton of sinkers to righties. It's just not a good matchup pitch. I should be throwing more sliders, more cutters, uh, even mm-hmm. more four-seamers, which is something I'm going to work on too. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think – it plays to lefties. It doesn't really play to righties as much. So, it's just knowing that and going in and, and building the game plan and executing it. 
So talk to me a little bit about your sweeper, because on the opposite hand from your sinker last year, your sweeper was probably your best pitch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and even that, I don't think was as good as it was in years past. Um, hmm. So that's one of my big things this offseason is getting my sweeper back to what I know it can be. And I know it can be one of the better pitches in baseball when I'm when I'm executing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a lot of confidence in that pitch. Even even last year, I had a lot of confidence in it, just, just throwing it. Um, early on, I struggled with it, and then by the end, it was, it was a good one for me. What went into the development of that pitch, Brandon? And the reason I ask is because I've talked to a lot of people now. The sweepers kind of been sweeping baseball, so to speak, over the last yeah. year, year and a half or so. And a lot of people seem to pick up different things from their teammates or other pitchers or even catchers. Had do you have an experience like that with specifically uh, I, with your sweeper? I, I don't. I throw mine a little different than most guys are, are learning it now. Um, it's everyone seems like they're trying to throw it, and it's it's a good pitch in baseball. Obviously, if you have a decent sweeper, you're going to have success. Um, but I was throwing it before it was even called a sweeper. I, didn't, I never heard the term sweeper. I just threw a slider in college, even, and then all the way up to the pro ball. I just threw it. It was basically like a sideways curveball. You know, like most people think slider. It's more of like a bullet spin like hard breaking ball. Mine was just always just straight across curveball. Um, but yeah, I didn't really have to change anything. And then it, it's the same pitch. And then they just started calling it a sweeper this past year. So it's, it's a pitch that I've always thrown. It's just, I guess, when the rest of the world caught on and, and now everybody's thrown it. Got it. So Brandon, you were a 26 round draft pick. At what point in your uh, baseball career did you feel that you could be a professional baseball player? Um, I think I always knew it. Like I was always, I stood out in high school. Um, obviously, I, I grew up in Delaware. I went to high school in Delaware. There's not a lot of level competition the way you see in like Texas or Florida, like the, the bigger states with bigger schools. Uh, but I've been, I had a lot of success in high school. I mean, work a lot of the state records. Uh, wasn't throwing. I don't think I was throwing hard enough to get drafted out of high school. I was like kind of like mid to upper 80s. Uh, but I was small, and I, I knew I had some weight to put on to, to get to the goals that I wanted to do velocity-wise. Um, when I got to college, the weight got on, the, the velocity went up a little bit. Um, and I, I've always been able to throw strikes and, and, like, pitch. So that's one thing I always had going for me, even if the, the velo wasn't there all the way. I always could throw strikes, and I could always spin it, um, throw any pitch and any count, all, the, all those intangibles that you look for. I knew that I'd excel in all those areas um and then i had a, I had tommy john in college so that obviously put a little bit of a halt on the pro ball stuff that was during my like the end of my sophomore year i had to get surgery so i missed the whole junior year which is like draft year and everything so i could push back and drafted as a registered junior um luckily i was drafted at a time where there was 26 rounds because now there's not even 26 rounds there's only 20 so i'm gonna get drafted these days but even going into to the Red Sox organization, I had a lot of confidence that I would make it work. I never really thought. I don't know the odds were against me, but like, I never thought of it that way. Like, I was just thinking, okay, my foot's in the door. I'm the same as everybody else now. Talk to me a little bit about uh, getting Tommy John surgery in college and kind of what that did, um, how you were dealing with that in your head. Uh, it was tough because, I mean, that's a big time. I mean, obviously, anytime you get surgery like that, it's going to set you back a year, year and a half. 
it's a crucial time. There's no, there's no good time to really get that. Uh, but for me, it was the end of my sophomore year. I was going to the Cape, played for Chatham and Cape Cod. Um, mm-hmm. Excited about that. That's a, go to a big school, so there's not always scouts in Delaware. Um, I mean, that was my opportunity to get seen by scouts and really kind of build my profile a little bit. And I had to miss that. I had to miss my whole junior year, which is the big draft. It was, uh, it was definitely hard just knowing the long road ahead of me, but I had some good people there to help me get through it physically. I know I've seen other guys come back from it. I know it's not like the end of the world. It's just, it literally just holds you off for a couple of years. So mm-hmm. I was able to get how through was, it. I didn't really have a big issue. How was like the first time you like fully let it rip at post-surgery? What was that like for you? It was hard. I mean, it's a slow buildup. Obviously you're throwing, it almost looks funny the first time you're throwing, you're throwing like 30 feet at like, you're literally just lobbing the ball. And even that, you're like mm-hmm. a little nervous just to like let it come out of your hand because it just so, feels so weird. Uh, and then your arm was taped up for a couple weeks and then you had to go through all this rehab. Like, you don't, you don't even throw a baseball for five months. So it's weird that first time. And like, the build up's so slow that when you get to like go max effort, you feel pretty confident because you've been throwing for so long at a lower effort because it, it just builds up constantly. So it really wasn't that bad. The rehab throwing program is good for that. I mean, that's that's kind of what it's built for, I guess. It's just like building the muscle tissue around this offseason, Brandon, outside of baseball, talk to me about you as the person. Like what do you what do you like? What makes you tick? Um, I don't know. This this year's been a little different. I feel like I've been traveling everywhere this offseason. You know, I've had a couple of weddings um that were had that travel for. Me and my fiance went on vacation twice other than that. So we I've kind of been all over and just finding places to train along the way. It's been interesting. Do you think uh you mentioned weddings? Do you I was having this debate with one of my buddies the other day. Do you think that a destination wedding is kind of a jerk move? Oh, it can be, yeah. I can see <laughs> yeah, how it would be. I mean, I'm getting married and mine's not a destination wedding, like we're doing it all the people there. Oh yeah, you got engaged last year, right? Yep, during the season. Yep. Congratulations. When are you Thank getting you. married Thank this you. year? It'll be December. December seventh. Nice. Very... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keeping it keeping it outside of baseball season. Got to, yeah. I mean it's tough to to do all that stuff. I mean I would have to miss games and stuff. It's just not Yeah. And then all and then all my teammates uh... that are supposed to be coming, like they wouldn't be able to come. So it's just like True, yeah got to do it it'll, it'll, it'll be cold up there in philly but is what it is oh it's gonna be in philly okay yeah indoor venue obviously if it's in december oh has to be yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right brandon so one more question before we let you go here um yep. what what is your main goal for 2024 um just to make an impact and then be i don't i'm one of those guys that's like i'm just a pitcher I mean, it doesn't matter to me, starter, reliever. I know last year I did both kind of back and forth all season. Um, and I don't know if I was really mentally prepared to do all that. So just just being prepared to do anything, anytime they give me the ball, just let everything else go and just, and just let it rip. Brandon Walter, thank you so much for joining the Sock Stack Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Cool. Appreciate you having me on.